20th, episode two of Hold My Whistle. I'm Paulo with my co-host Foy. Hey, what's up? Today, we're talking about the World Cup. We got NBA draft talk, conclusion of the U.S. Open, and we might throw in some UFC, Conor McGregor versus Khabib. Starting off, game twos of the World Cup happened today. Russia versus Egypt. Russia with a 3-1 win over Egypt. Portugal, 1-0 win over Morocco. It's a lot of O's. Uh, Too many vowels, Paulo. A lot of vowels. Vanna is going crazy on the board. <laughs> um, but both those teams are dominating already with two wins. Russia looks good. Russia is killing when you're but playing Egypt. When you're playing Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and Egypt already not eliminated from knockout contention. Right. And, I mean, they, and they're clinching. They, Multiple uh, goals. In the, in the group stage, you score goals. Yeah, they have, they have a seven-goal differential already. I mean, that, that's tough to beat. I mean, they got Uruguay coming up next, and, you know, that's, that's no slouch. You know, Suarez is a biter, so you got to watch out. Yep. <laughs> Dirtiest current player in, the, in soccer right now. Other than the Z- Zidane headbutt you from, don't, what was that, eight years ago? No, long Four, more. I think it was no, 12. No, not 12 years. Yeah, France, Italy. Was it France, Italy? Hey, that that guy. Hey, your ancestor, well, the Italian, hey. not Peruvian, according to Twenty Three and Me. <laughs> Is uh, ancestry get it right? I don't want to. Or I th- don't don't you know? Don't mess up the promotion there. Uh, but yeah, I'm Italian. But yeah, we. I think it was Ferrari made made a little family comment about Zidane's sister. Hey, don't don't upset the Frenchman. You know. Hey, I take a headbutt though, but before I took a Suarez bite. Oh, dude. And I, multiple times, like he goes to the bite. I don't. What is is it, it even sneaky? No, no, no. It's like Mike Tyson Holyfield, you know? You just come to expect it at that point. It's so bad. It's so bad. Well, anyways, I, don't th- I think that hopefully it's out of his system. Yeah, right? It's, but Uruguay has a, is also coming up with. Uh, when are they playing? Not, or oh, they just finished playing yesterday, I think, or two days ago. Bad. Dead way. air, Paulo. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, hey, don't worry, don't worry. He'll he'll bring it up. But hey, let's talk about the Portugal game today. Portugal won one nothing, and they played Morocco. Correct. Morocco is correct. Yeah, not Madagascar. Don't no. get confused with the Disney movie Madagascar. You know what's great about World Cup? You learn about these new countries. Uh, and it's not Morocco's not uh, new, but you just remember where they're at. Yeah, I mean, do you know where Morocco is? Isn't it northeastern Africa? I I would uh, Casablanca. Sure, sure. I'll, I'll give you that. Not my to... wife, my wife's the geography major. When I get this wrong, <laughs> uh, no soup for you. Yeah, if you oh, know what I mean. It's gonna be bad. Pretty much clinching uh, around into the bracket. Who do I play today against Saudi Arabia? That's what I was gonna say. Ah, good. Wow. Thank you for uh, one zero <laughs> editing that already. In my household, with my friends, there's only one game that matters. All right, Peru versus France tomorrow. It's a must win. We need multiple goals. It's you, you don't want to be down 2-0 on the group stages. No, I mean and and it's been what? 80 since 82. They their first round game against Denmark. I actually watched it. I hate soccer with a passion, but with my Peruvian sleeve on <laughs> that I've been rocking nonstop since we've gotten, you know, I watched a game ample opportunity to put the goal to, pull the goal, not, and so to not, put the ball in the net. Not only did he watch the game, we were football coaches, and when Peru was playing against Denmark, we happened to be doing a passing league tournament in a nearby town. It's a busy day, a lot of kids, a lot of football, and in the middle of me coaching and him coaching, I'm getting soccer updates of Peru, and I couldn't be more proud of my friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, sit, I'm sitting on the sideline watching a cracked phone screen of a colleague, and we're watching the Denmark-Peru game sitting on a football field. Uh, that, a little bit of irony, you know. I mean, football, football. I mean, we play football Americano, not football. Yeah, you know, just cultural differences. Anyways, big mistake in the game. We missed a penalty. Right? I you mean, that, that, that seems to be a, a big thing for this World Cup. How many, how many goals have been scored on penalty kicks minus Lionel Messi? Okay? I mean, <laughs> arguably the best player in the world, quote unquote, as I throw him yes. up. I, I, you know, you, it's the same. It's a Kobe LeBron, Kobe Michael, it's Cristiano Messi. You know, pick your guy and that's it. But who's doing it on the bigger stage? 
I mean, right but, now, right now, right now, Cristiano's in fuego. You can't oh. score three and not be the dude. But I mean, and he sco- and he single handedly kept kept their streak alive today. You know, he header into the back he of the net. Went, he won the game for him. Absolutely. Everybody's talking about how Portugal's gonna do good and all this. He's got to get some production from some of those other guys. Well, who I don't know who their names are. I'm pretty sure they're solid. <laughs> uh, if you make the national team, I would hope you're good. But you know, if you're from like he's just Morocco, so much better. And you got to understand, these national teams don't practice together. Right. Cristiano is what if you put Madrid. On the field against whoever wins the World Cup this year, and it might crushed. Madrid's gonna murder. Crushed. Barcelona will crush any national team. Messi's been playing with Barcelona since he was thirteen. He's had these teammates, you know, a decade and a half. Yeah, Messi's thirty years old. A young thirty. Well, with that beard on him, he looks terrible. In Charles Barkley's words, terrible. 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 Oh my gosh, we might have to bring up Chuck later. That guy's. It's Crazy. like looking at his golf swing. Just terrible. That's what, you know, we might be talking about that golf swing. I think, I think at some point we will definitely talk about golf. Golf is but right in now, the air in our area. So. Right now we're talking about the football. Football. So anyway, prove Mr. Field. Uh, field. Oh, shit. This football talk. <laughs> hey. <laughs> a penalty kick. Same difference. Hey. Really. But, you know, it's like you're a professional. The pressure's on. The pressure is on. Put the ball in the back of the fucking net. People say, hey, I could make that field goal when you see a college guy, NFL guy, make you know, shank it. Oh, It's totally. only 20 yards. Do it. Oh, yeah, I don't want that pressure. First off, it's not a, de- a defensive line. It's a special team, specially assigned, multiple, not three or four. It's not a five-man front. How many guys are you getting a three-point against on a, a field goal or PAT? At least seven? Yeah. At least seven. I mean, and, and those... 230-plus, all of them. Depending on where you're at, if you're on the college or pro levels, it's pretty much... Well, excuse me. College levels, it's the starting offensive line minus one or two guys. But in the high school level, you know, you're keeping some of your guys in, but there's mass substitution. Even in the pro level, there's a whole new squad. A lot of things going on. And play clock, it's quick. I mean... You got two steps. Soccer guys take multiple steps. The proving guy took like 50 steps. <laughs> and he's he, did, only, he, did, he did the short chatter. Da, 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 da. Hey, but he only went three yards. I mean, come on. Or how many meters is that, right? I mean, Europe's on the metric system. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. All the pressure of being South American and missing a kick like that. You remember what happened to the Colombian guy? Oh, did you, he you die? He, that, <laughs> this guy has to go back to Peru. And well, he's the guy who missed the penalty kick. You can pretty much forget about it. Oh, man. Done. There's an empty spot on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> They've already started recruiting oh, to man. fill his spot. Oh, there's a hole somewhere six feet deep in and, Peru. <laughs> and just, just to go off of that, it's like the South American teams and the island teams just in general, not off to a good start. The, I mean, has anybody won a game from the CONCAF League? I mean, or the tournament? It's like everybody from South America's either tied or lost. Well, you got to think, some like Peru, we already kind of won a World Cup. We kind of already, our success is getting to the World Cup. We're kind of already there. So you're accepting beating mediocre. Mediocre. No, excuse me. I can't we're even in talk. it now. Now we're part of the group. We're just hanging out. <laughs> you, you got invited. We're, we're trying to kick it, Sean. <laughs> Hey, you got it. They got into the dance one time. Your your hands are this still at the low the back. You haven't even start. slid down the lower part of the upper buttocks. I mean, it hasn't even gotten that far yet. Score a goal in a World Cup game. We got to score a goal. We have to score multiple goals. That's what you know. And in order so, to beat France, yeah, you're gonna have to. It's a big game. France is a younger team this year. You're not as not as much experience. I don't think. I mean. You know, if they make it through the group play into the knockout round, I don't foresee them going far. But we're also hoping a 5 o'clock game. We want to hope Denmark doesn't score any goals against Australia. And it should be... Hey, you got to watch out for the, the, the Aussies, man. I mean, you never can tell. I'm hoping they play a real physical game. Well, I mean... You know, play, play a little rugby. Hey, speaking of physical, uh, in the Brazil game, Neymar was accosted the whole game. He murdered. He got murdered. That was a great game plan. It looked like downtown great- Brazil <laughs> as a tourist, getting mugged for your wallet. You know, and it's probably no his offense hairstyle. to the Brazilians. He, Neymar brings out the. He's probably had the craziest hairstyles since he's been in in, in World Cup play. Okay. For every year, you know, <laughs> every four years. Every kind of like a leap year. Yeah. Oh, it's well, it's a, very Olympic of them. You know, you get you get the odd two years. Yeah, yeah, I I, I get that. I mean, Bra- Brazil coming out and uh, they tied uh, Switzerland 
You know, very surprising. Europe as a whole, I think it's played pretty good. Well, they were they're way more physical. Yeah, they they play a different game and than so the South Americans. It, it is, you know, uh, Peru, like you you were saying, is uh, had a lot of opportunities. Peru's traditionally like pretty. They want to dribble the ball into the goal. Yeah, there's no big shots from outside the box. It's hey, I'm gonna shake every single person and the goalie and walk it in. We got to mix it up a little bit. Hopefully we get a couple bangers off and get a big win over France tomorrow. But all the misses were from within 10 feet. I mean, the guy who tried to heal it in. That's a far goal for Peru. Uh, I, I guess so. I mean, holy shit. How far away from the equator are they? Well, we're really close to the equator, actually. <laughs> we're a lot closer. Kind of like the... their goal opportunities. Really close. Oh, just man. not good enough. Big shank, big shank. You know, like we were talking about, that the D-line might be intimidating to to field goal kicker. Well, you got one goalie and a crowd of people behind him, which is super difficult. Yeah, you know, you know I, 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 get, I get it, I get it. Anyways, coming up tomorrow, we have some more games. We Like we said, Peru, France, Denmark, Australia, Argentina, Croatia. We got to watch Messi do his thing. Yeah. If he doesn't do it now... Right? He's not really the most loved person in playing for the national team of Argentina. They have doubts about him. Well, they should, uh, instead of doubting him, they should recruit some better talent and surround him with some more experienced and slightly better guys. Uh, I mean, it, it showed in the last World Cup. Messi cannot carry Argentina to a World Cup win by himself. He got slaughtered by the... By the Germans. Who didn't do very well against Mexico. You know, they... They, they were my front. Were like, I'm proof first, number one. A close two is Germany to win it. And they seem defeated playing against a Mexico team who's traditionally a, a high middle class soccer team. Not the best, but good, they, they, good, good enough. enough. Right. Good enough. You know, it, it looks like... Look to me like a simple, like overlooking, like in football, you overlook, you you look past your opponent and they sneak up and they beat you. Right. Youth might, Argentina might play down to their opponent's level and have a couple sneaky wins against them. So, I mean, so, you know, moving forward, it's like Messi's got to take the bull by the horns and lead his team. He's got to be the guy. I mean, you know, there's there's no other ways around it. Look at what Ronaldo's done. Ronaldo scored four goals in two games, single-handedly keeping his country alive. It's oh, You know what's great about my, my favorite part of World Cup, especially with the South American team? Actually, every team. The cameramen do a great job of finding a hot chick, a tight jersey, <laughs> celebrating for their team. One of my favorite things. There is the Brazilian women. Oh, all the supermodels on their Instagrams are tight jerseys, you know, the booty's on point. <laughs> Booty is probably my top three favorite things about World Cup. <laughs> I mean, all right, so just a just a slight offshoot of that. Did you see the video of, oh God, I don't remember where the reporter was from. She was doing a live broadcast doing World Cup coverage when she was groped in the breasts and then kissed on air. Did you see that video? Who groped and kissed her? Some random fan oh. just walked out of nowhere, and she held it together and kept reporting the news. That's a professional. I mean, how she didn't take off her stiletto and stab the guy to death with it, I don't know. Well, but... she probably, You know what? She probably got hired by Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> she, knows, she knows the gig. Come on, man. It's, it's South America. This is the United States. It's, she worked her way up. <laughs> But, uh, sure. but okay. you know, she acted, I, forgive me. <laughs> hey, but, you know, props to her for holding it together, given, given the news, you know. Hey, I she, mean, she did her job. Yeah. Cut her a check. She, she better be getting paid. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, All right. So a uh, little segment we do, we're going to go into our starting lineup segment right now. Paulo, hit me with your starting lineup for this week. All right, in my start, well, let's first off talk about my last starting lineup, Russia, who's crushing it. I just oh. want to let you know I'm on fire oh. right now. I'm okay. one for one. Batting a thousand, Paulo. Batting a thousand. Good okay. for you. Here's you can my... never say that again because you suck at baseball. This one, my, this, is, this is my risky starting lineup pick for this week. Terrell, Terrell Owens. Oh, running 4-4-4 four, four, four at a no-name school on an empty track? With Julio Jones. He's also working out running dunes in the sand. He's getting it in. Dunes in the sand. Sand dunes. Running running in. I don't even. Come on, guys. Come on. He's running, he's running in the sand. He's running in the sand, doing great workouts. He still looks like he could play. 
Oh, dude. The, the dude's always in phenomenal shape. Gym rat. Big time. I remember when he was uh, working out in his driveway, getting those abs <laughs> doing, in. Doing, uh, doing his abs. Wow. He looks just as good. I, he does. At 44 years old or 43 years old? Did he old? get in? Did he get, did he get the nod for uh, Hall of Fame? Yeah, he, he decided. He, not not he's to show up. Not showing up. Right. Well, that's the bad move. You know, it's Terrell Owens. Do you expect He'll show it? up later. No, dude. He's not coming. Not How coming. do you not? Because it's Terrell Owens. That's he the does. ultimate disrespect. I think so, but... You know, it's his choice. It's his induction ceremony. I'm sure he's going to get somebody to speak highly of him. Who speaks on behalf of him? Uh, Steve Young or Jeff Garcia. Oh. Maybe to- Tony Romo. Jeff Garcia? <laughs> that's my quarterback. <laughs> no, that's Tony. <laughs> I know. I said Tony Romo. Oh, did he? I thought you said, okay. For me, it's speed kills. When you're, how old is he, 40? No, no. He's got to be like 40, 43, 44. Okay. He's, he's. To run under a four or five. At six two six three, yeah, he's probably two hundred and fifteen to twenty five. You know, he's not an every down guy, but like I watched an interview with him, and he's uh, he's talking about you know he doesn't need. Oh no, it was on uh, Colin Coward. He was talking with Colin about um, you know how a team would need him. You know, he's a red zone threat. He doesn't need to be. Could he Larry Fitzgerald it? Totally. I think so. Absolutely. He doesn't shot. He he doesn't need to be in every play. You put him on like the plus 40 I'm sure he going could block. In. Oh, come on. I'm sure he could block, but will he really block? Does he need to? Probably it depends what not. team he goes to. Yeah. But look at He's going to get picked up. If somebody doesn't pick him up, it's stupid. There's plenty of teams out there that How long need has he been out? He's already in the, more than 4 years. <laughs> it's a 7 year isn't it a 7 year selection process since you retire? <laughs> no, it's 4 years, but the, and and he got mad last year that he was selected. So, yeah, I mean, but he's been kind of shunned so for a while. Yeah, he's got, you know, bad report. But for me, like I said, speed kills. He's the dude. I, he's original niner. Quick trivia. Let's see if Sean knows. What college did Tio come from? Oh, Christ. Uh, Terrell Owens, bumfuck state. You uh, see Chattanooga? Chattanooga, uh, you, I believe it's yeah, Chattanooga. Yeah, I think it's Chattanooga. Or Tuskegee. No, not it's Tuskegee. Chatt- I think it's UT Chattanooga or some, right. something in that, like, We'll look that up real belt. quick. Something that Sunbelt Conference or Mid-America Conference, something like that. Anyways, that's my starter for the week. Sean, hit me with some uh, your starting lineup. I'm going to switch sports a little bit. My uh, my starting lineup this week is the Houston Astros. Houston, Houston Astros reeled off a 12-game winning streak. Man. Hey, that came to an end last night. They lost by one run with opportunities in the ninth to pull it out and uh, extend that winning streak to 13 games. Little uh, true, little stat fact I picked up. They are the first defending champion to have a winning streak of that length since the 1954 Yankees. Whoa. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's pretty impressive. And Absolutely. The Astros are stacked. They're in a tough division. Um, their bullpen's kind of weak. They're starting pitching's great. <laughs> They've got youth in the lineup. They've got pop. I mean, there's not much this team's not good at. Are the, they're in the top three teams for to win the World Series? Yeah, uh, they are definitely projected in the top three to win. Back to back in the sides. I'd love to see them win. I love their team. Yeah, I, I used to be a big Astros fan. Uh, when they had the killer bees, it was Jeff Bagwell, Craig Biggio, and Lance Berkman. I wish I could grow a goatee like Jeff Bagwell. I emulated my batting stance after him when I played youth baseball, but, you know, I'm a little shorter than All right, him. just a little factoid about our buddy Foy here. He is the biggest bandwagoner <laughs> of all time. No. Yes. Just it, because I like the Yankees. And the Astros now. I don't like the Astros. You They're did, not, the triple Bs, the killer Bs. How long ago was that? I, long enough for you Do to I have to jump? Like a, how, how many times have you jumped? Uh, let's you see, went once. to an Angels game last, last month. No, we're going Friday. We're going Friday. Oh, you went to a Dodgers game. I did go to a and Dodgers game. who did you cheer game. for? I didn't cheer for anybody. I That's, watched a game. I okay. ate, I drank booze, and I ate peanuts. <laughs> All right. Not penis, peanuts. You like his football team? He's a hardcore Bucks fan, and I'll give it to him. Yeah. You know, the 2002 Bucks team. Crushing. Right. And you love them. John Gruden. But do you not sometimes jump on the Patriots bandwagon? I respect the way they play the game. Bill Belichick, best coach to ever coach the game. It, I, I mean, know. is there any denying that you, Bill Belichick no, how is... Much, how much Pats gear do you have? I have one Pats item. It what was, is it? It's a beanie. My father, who lives in the New England area, sent me a beanie. I, All I, right. I can't... Do you enjoy the way they play? I... They're well coached. They do, they play within their system, and they beat everybody. Like, yeah, it's impressive. 
But do I wear their beanie? No. Do I speak highly of them? I'm like, ah, that's cool. Okay, Every, Bill. Ev- everybody hates on them because they're good. They hate they hate them because they ain't them. Good point. Good point. Uh, well, I you know okay the respect factor, but you, you you speak highly of them like they're your team. Sometimes you get carried I, away. You get I, carried away. I you know and it's it's and easy so too. It's, it's not the first to. time you've been accused of being a bad one. Hey, man. you know e- even in the college game, I'm an SC fan. Oh, it's my it's the only team I like from California. Have you ever cheered for UCLA? Um, Have you ever? <laughs> Yeah, that's low. That's low. Only because our buddy, our boy Chris Joe, was a starter for three years. Big shout out, Chris Joseph, our guy, starting center for three years, academic All American, uh, Rhodes Scholar. Took the took the scholarship to Oxford to extend his education. You know, turned down an opportunity to try out for the the big show. This guy know? is so successful that he actually turned an SC fan into a guy that could cheer for UCLA. Only when they're not playing USC. Yeah. Every time they'd play SC, I'd send him a text or I'd I'd give him a call and say good luck, but fight on. It always ended with yeah, a fight so on. Yeah, you are SC. Give so, you but you have other group in college football. It's hard to pick one team. It, it, it is. There's it so is. many teams and there's so many things you could like about college football. It's hard to pick one. I, I just tend to stay away from the SEC. You know, the SEC is its own monster and all that nonsense. But I'm a Pac-12 guy. I'll root for Pac-12 any day, as long as it's not against my my squad. All right, I'm going to jump back to my dude. Uh, just confirmed, yes, he went to Chattanooga. Did I did I get it right? Yeah, you're absolutely correct. That was almost positive. I don't know why I thought Tuskegee. Anyways. Yeah, don't, don't doubt me. Is, t- well, is there a football team in Tuskegee? They should get one. <laughs> <laughs> there might be. You know, I'm just saying. We'll be, have to do a little research to find that um, out. But hey, even talking more about T.L., do you know? So he's working out with Julio. Yeah, I, I saw that. There, there's kind of some concern there. Well, guess he's holding out. Yeah. Julio's holding out, and Atlanta's not liking it. Well, yeah. well do, how important are OTAs for a guy like Julio Jones? And it's a, is it contract here? Um, it's getting close. If it is, or is it? It's close. You know, it's within the next so couple. So Atlanta's not liking it. You know, T.O.'s that bad kid down the street that you don't want your kid to hang out with, and you got your number one kid over there. Yeah. Um, you know... That whole situation is is potentially a powder keg. You know, it could ignite into something super bad for that squad. Tio is the ultimate locker room cancer. Even not while not in the league. Yeah, you know, God. I mean, it's it's hard to badmouth Tio as a player. I mean, as a leader, you know, we're not in that locker room seeing how he's doing it. But Tio is very set in his ways and. He's got to get his. Right. And as a professional athlete, you know, at some point you got to have that because nobody else is looking out for you. You've got to look out for yourself. So, and, you know, I, I, I applaud him for that. But it's like, you know, if, if, you get, if you're talking to somebody and you're trying to influence them into being, you know, different than however they are, it's, it's like, come on. It's, it's like the end of the ESPN say, come on, man. You know, let the dude make his own decisions and, you know, fight for his money. Yeah, so, you know, I'm a big Julio fan, and hopefully he doesn't... He's been a, an awesome pro. Yeah. An exemplary plo, uh, plo. Plo? Plo. <laughs> All right, so now, you know, that that's the, those are our starting lineups. Let's get into our riding the pine. Sit down. Sit. Paulo, who's riding the pine for you this week? Okay, well, I'm a big Bay Area guy. And yesterday against the Marlins, our pitcher, Hunter Strickland, our closer, our number one dude, punches the door and breaks his hand. He's out. Six weeks. Broken hand. Great move. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, I'm being real positive. You know, the NL West isn't, I think we're four games back now, but maybe a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, it was everything was one game, one and a half games, and... Let's let's be honest. You guys don't have a great shot in the West. I don't really go for the Dodgers that much. You can't. I mean, and I, I and I'm just I'm you know the Diamondbacks are sneaky. They are sneaky. They they're playing good ball. But you know I, I'm just I'm really hopeful. I I'm, I'm you know I I hope that the Giants come through and fight. Our pitching's not there now at all. Well, you you're getting Bumgarner back, so that's definitely you know what. Hey, maybe you know keep him away from the motorcycles. <laughs> you know we, he just a country boy out there doing his thing. You know, but I want to give it to Hunter Strickland because that's how a pro punches something and actually breaks the bone, unlike LeBron. 
Uh, yeah, I'm gonna hit a whiteboard. And oh, pretend. come on, come on, come on. We all know that whiteboard is what particle, a thin sheet of uh, qu- eighth court, of an inch, eighth of an board. inch, Ma- maybe. Yeah. LeBron's hand is probably a two X football glove, three X. Easily, he's Easily. huge. I've seen eight year old kids murder a whiteboard. Yeah, have you not never seen any karate videos of kids crushing <laughs> like half inch boards? Oh my gosh! It's a, you, I you know for LeBron's sake, I hope it was screwed to the wall. It, it's something. It better have been attached to something firm. Yeah. If so you, he might. So Hunter's on my on my riding the pine right now, but he's my starter on how to break your hand while punching something. All right, I, I, I give you that. I give you that. Yeah. So the the guys riding the pine for me this week is myself and. Mr. Paulo over here because we misquoted ourselves last week. We were talking about Guardians of the Galaxy and how Rachel Lee Cook played a character named Nebula. Albeit, it does look like Rachel Lee Cook. It's not Rachel Lee Cook. No. It, it's Karen Gillan. Or Gillan. No. Gillian. Gillian. No, Randy, what's no, her name? Gillan. Gillan. There's Gillan. No, there's, it's there's, Irish. She, it's, she, she's, she's Irish. Yeah. She, she's a Karen Gillan. Yeah. Also, Madagascar is DreamWorks. Oh, sorry. I just corrected again. God. You know, and that's why we keep Randy around. You know, he he's good for the little tidbits like that. But Karen Gillian play Karen Gillian, not Gillian. Paulo's got me saying that now. She plays Nebula. She is the girl from Wedding Crashers. Not uh, she's all that. She's not from. She looks. No, she's ex- not from Wedding Crashers. How that's she? Isla Fisher, right? How is that not her? She's that looks exactly like Randy. That. Come over here. She's in Jumanji. Um, corrected again. Apparently, I'm lumping and all. I'm being very insensitive to the redhead female actors right now. Well, and you know what? I, I, that's what I was about to bring up. Rachel Lee Cook is on my top 10 all-time Burnettes. Who? Rachel Lee Cook she's, is on my Burnettes. So, but now that I found out about Karen, she's on. I just started a new redhead list. <laughs> you just started a redhead about list. About a, well, a week ago, obviously. Oh, okay. Yeah, ever since we, we've, been, we've been stewing on this for a while. You know, we don't like to be incorrect. <laughs> Sometimes it just so, happens. Well, well, let's talk about it. Karen's on our list. Yeah, how, right. how is she not? We like Isla, Isla Fisher. Oh, who doesn't like Isla Fisher? I'm, uh, what's Boogie, oh, I forget her name now. Uh, Boogie Nights. Oh, uh, uh, God. Uh, I can see her face. Oh, this is going to kill me. We're going to look her up. And, you, and then I, I really like the, the redheaded chick from... Uh, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Oh, I love Julianne Moore. She, she is, gets better looking as... Does she? <laughs> every year. Does she I age? Say it? Do I say it ageless? Unfortunately, I've heard some facts about... The ginger breed that they might be extinct in a couple hundred years. <laughs> that chromosome getting there's a up. handful of, of redheads that I like to keep around, and and Julianne Moore's one of them. Uh, we got to look up the redhead from Mad Men. Mad. She's thick. What's Randy? What's her name? Uh, doesn't say. Oh, oh, here, let me let me look. Sorry, but Paula's still rocking dial-up internet, so my IMBD is rather slow. Well, right I, I want to give it to our studio real quick. It's. My single car wide. <laughs> would you would you call this a single car? Can you get a car? In smart here? car. You could get two smart cars in here, probably. Yeah, you could definitely get a Bolt or a Volt in here. Maybe a Prius. But it's our studio. And Her so name the, is Christina Hendricks. Oh my goodness! Look at that. Yeah, it's oh rotund. Very. So she's on my. She's probably my one or two. But yeah, Christina Hendricks. If loving I had her. List, be on. Definitely. Oh yeah. So you know. Back, back, back to where we're going here. We're riding the pine for misquoting ourselves and naming an actress. So that is my riding the pine for the week. Next up, you know, I think we're going to go into some mock draft stuff and talk a little bit about the NBA. Not very much because basketball, if if it doesn't pertain to the Warriors for Paulo, he's really not that interested. And you know, with the draft coming up, it it's it's anybody's game right now. Well, the NBA draft uh, last year was a little hype with the whole Lonzo thing. And really, it was, you know, for the small handful of people that actually do pay a lot of attention to it, it's it's chopped up into the lottery, the draft. It was the first time I paid attention to their basketball combine last year. It's really not too hype. But you know what? I'm going to start paying attention to it. I want to get into it. I want to see what teams are doing with the rookies because NBA rookies, especially last year, um, that weren't high picks. Stepped up. You had the Kyle Kuzma in L.A. You had rookie at in, in Philly tearing it up. Ben Simmons from LSU. Oh, 
Dude, six nine. He's out there trying to be like Magic, except he can't shoot a jump almost shot. Want, you know, tried to go for that Eastern. You know, tried to steal the Eastern Conference from LeBron, and they're almost there. They're yeah. So you know, there's going to be. I'm sure that the top picks aren't always the most productive. I don't want to say bus, right? Um, you know, just just looking at some things and reading everybody's projections. You know, it's 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 kind of up in the air. It's like the Suns, obviously the worst team in the league. They're <laughs> terrible. They are. You don't want to go to Phoenix. Yes, you do, and no, you don't. You don't want to compete in Phoenix, but you definitely want to live in Phoenix. There is well, you're, you're, some positives. Yeah, there's some positives. Top the, golf. Yeah, top golf, and the fact that you are a perennial bottom feeder in the West. You are, but you're going to play against some good competition. You're going to be in warm weather, um, and they're probably going to pick up the kid that's playing out of University of Arizona. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton. I think we called him Guyton last week. Sorry, De- sorry, DeAndre. We already admitted we already admitted that we were writing the pine, and we made a couple of mistakes. Hey, yeah, you know, first episode, it was our first episode. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna make we're gonna make some mistakes in this one. We're coaches. We're gonna watch film. Yeah, well, you are at least. I will. Yeah. You'll pretend to watch film yeah. and talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. Did you watch tape? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Paula, why does it say there's no time logged for you? We can check that kind of <laughs> I've stuff. I've never ever admitted to any of that. All right, so, you know, the Suns with the number one pick looking at uh, DeAndre Ayton, you know, the center out of Arizona. Big, physical, you know, it is is it still a big man's league? That's what I'm saying. Can he can he shoot the three? I don't think so. I mean, How many Nowitzkis are there? there um, How many KDs are there? Not There's many. not too many, and I think they're putting a, a lot of eggs in their basket with this guy. I would find probably want to find more guards, but even still, this... In such a guard-heavy time, I mean, is going big man number one that can't shoot an outside jumper the smart pick for the future of your franchise? Right. I disagree a little bit. I like the big guy, and but I don't think it's going to translate into the NBA, um, especially being a guard league in the West. It's it's a risky move. It, it, it's, it's a risky it's move. It's definitely risky. I mean, and he's not European. De- definitely not. So you know his his. Dribbling fundamentals aren't as <laughs> no as pure as he's the, got no euro step no euro step you know that's a plus to any European player exactly I mean and then and then moving forward and then you got you got the Kings sitting at number two it's like who do the Kings have well all I all I really know about the Kings is they got rid of Boogie Cousins right and that, what, what did they get for him that's uh, <laughs> do you know do they still have a team is the Maloof brothers still oh part my of my God Sacramento I'd rather be in Arizona than Sacramento and I, it's one of my most hated towns. Well, I mean, yeah, let's 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 think about this. Do you want to be in Phoenix, a very booming town with a lot of things to do? We're stuck in Sacramento, our state's capital. I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. It's yeah, it's hot in Phoenix, but at least the scenery's nice. There's some pretty girls. But Sacramento, I mean, it's right outside of Stockton and Fresno, and it's kind of shitty, and yeah. it smells that it way too. It looks like a border town. <laughs> it, it, it it very well could pass yeah, that. I it's. But, you know, sitting at number two, who do the Kings go with? I mean, there there's big men to look at. You know, there's a couple of – there's a forward slash center. You know, they're looking at Marvin Bagley, the kid from Duke, the one-and-done guy from Duke. Do I think he should have came out? It's the smart move for him financially. But, you know, he could he could have definitely benefited from another year at Duke. And then they're looking at, you know, Jaron Jackson, the center from Michigan State. You know, Michigan State made a good run in the tourney this year. He looks solid. And then they got uh, Luka Doncic from oh, European. The European, they you know there's some guys got him projected too, but it's it is what it is. It's like, do they really have enough film? Have they seen enough about him? Well, and you get fifty fifty reviews on the kid too. Some right? people say he's the best. Right. Other people say he's fat and can't play. It, and you know it's really up in the air at that point. Then you move to the Hawks. I mean, the the Hawks were kind of on the verge of being decent for a while but that was slow. when smith was playing and, and that was, that was joe a johnson back. who they traded away who's on the rockets i mean they got rid of a lot of their pieces i mean they haven't been solid since they had stacy ogman mookie blaylock and kevin willis and that was oh. 93 when they lost to the bulls hey mookie blaylock <laughs> Right? Wow. Dropping it. Great like I, job. Like I know what I'm talking about. Good jerseys, too. Oh, great. Yeah, the old school. Oh. The old school. I'm not I, a red guy. I don't look good in red. I would but. say early, mid-90s jerseys are the best. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. And, and then, then you're moving to the Memphis Grizzlies. It's like, you know, where, where are they going? Do they take Michael Porter, the guy who hasn't played in a year? And then they got the center from Texas, uh, Muhammad Bamba. Or do they take, like, Wendell Carter, you know, slightly... Less version of Mar- Marvin Bagley. You know what I think you have to do as a GM in the NBA is yeah you got to 
the, the stars that are going to go first, you you know, you got to go pay them their money. But really, it's the late rounds that you got to really pick up these guys. Yeah. That really fit for your team, that fit in a program. You know, that's how you find a staff or you find uh, a clay and or anyone on the Warriors. And let me let me propose this to you. It's like how many times can you sit and look back at prior years drafts and say the number one player in that draft has been a viable option in the NBA? Oh, it's a huge hit and miss. Yeah. It's it's probably or mostly misses. It, it's, it's mostly, mostly misses. It's mostly misses. The, the guys the guys that produce, yeah, you have your two through five picks that, you know, feel scorned for not going number one. Your Michael Jordans and yeah. Sam Bowie. Um, oh, Sam Bowie was he, injury, that gnarliest injury ever. Hey, but it, it is what it is. And, you know, those guys, you it's like the Patriots drafting in football. Let me let me, oh. let me me go to there. Like, I just went there. Well, I, I, I don't even think you need to say Patriots because I think Danny Ainge took a page right out of their book. And has become the the Patriots of the NBA as exactly. far as the draft. Yeah, Danny Ainge is doing a great job. Where are they in the draft? They're they're up there, weren't they? Um, they they had like three lottery picks, but I, they traded I, away. They're making they, moves. They're they're making moves. You know, LeBron might go there. Uh, every, talk, you know, they're talking maybe trying to get Kawhi. I mean, there's, there's they're in the mix. Yeah, I think they traded all their. They pick. traded all away. Yeah, they're they're not even in the top twenty. But I so. think they were the. Th- Third pick out of the lottery. Yeah, they had, and then they got rid of. They had potential chance for three lottery picks, and you know that that's just smart. You're building for the future when you already got a stack team. Yeah, well, hey, I wanted to ask you a question about the NBA draft, just in general, all lifetime. Who has been your favorite rookie? Ooh, favorite rookie. Um, that's a tough. That's a tough one. I mean, do you go for pure player or do you go for excitement? I mean. I, I really, looking back at it, I've got to say those mid-90s to late late 90s, the UNC teams and the Duke teams, just watching those games, seeing who was going to project to the next level from them, it's so hard because I want to say Vince Carter. Yeah. I want to say Vince Carter, but, I mean, Vince Sanity was great. He could dunk. I mean, the guy had ups, and he, he's still playing. Yeah. I mean, he's like 43 now. I think I have to go Allen Iverson. We were talking about him we earlier were, today. We were talking about AI. In Rookie of the year. Out of Georgetown. Pick, out of Georgetown. Georgetown. Not playing. We played two years at in Georgetown. Yeah. And, you know, under George Thompson, he... Oh, George Thompson the third, right? Yeah, I believe so. I, I, I believe that's his name. AI. A, AI, I think, all together for me, straight out of, straight out of college into his rookie season, he, he was my favorite. Yes. You know, just what he brought. He brought in a whole new swag, not just into the NBA, but just culture around the United States. It was awesome. First off, even though LeBron's number, I mean LeBron's, Michael's shoes, number the, the Jordan 1s are very popular right now. And they used to be a grail. They used to be hard to get. Yeah. You know, the number two, number one shoe for me is the question by Allen Iverson. Reebok's number one. I still have two pairs of them. You know, awesome shoe. Came in with an awesome Sixers jersey. I I love it. I still look for it. I want to get the throwbacks. Yeah. It's good stuff, and it was just a game changer. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, that's that's exactly how I felt about him. He single handedly put Philadelphia on his back, and he carried him to the finals. He didn't. He just didn't have quite the supporting cast to put the Lakers down. Philadelphia is not known for being a, a grateful team or they're harsh fans. But when AI came back to Philadelphia, they brought him back in with open arms. It was awesome to see. And it just speaks about how he was an awesome player from the beginning and how he represented the city. And I think that's a great pick. But I also wanted to, uh, you know, talking about rookies, um, and I know he was a favorite of yours, you know, me being a Warrior fan. Do you remember Joe Smith? Uh, I still have his jersey. Watching him in playing at Maryland. Like that that year, I want to say it was Maryland, Massachusetts, with like Marcus Camby, and that was that I think that was ninety four. Calipari, Calipari, Calipari was at UMass. I was like, oh, yeah, that like Joe Smith was a beast. I love Joe Smith in the Bay Area. We were playing a big hoop it up tournament, three on three in the streets. You know, maybe I was young, but it used to be a big deal. The Jordans would drop that day. It was the beginning of the summer. And Joe Smith walks by, and he's playing on a team, and he's just tearing it up. And, you know, it was tough a couple years with the Warriors. You know, they, they didn't make the playoffs a lot of the times. You know, everyone just left. 
you know, I mean, Tim Hardaway went was, to Miami. And yeah, it was and the that. outskirts with Tim it was Hardaway. Kind of, you know, it was just, oh. Chris Mullins was done. You know, a little older. I, I think he might have been through the Pacers already. Hey, I give you know, it to I was Chris a young Mullins, kid. though, though. He was a beast. Hey, people look at Chris Mullins, they're like, look at this honky. Chris Mullen is straight New York. Straight. You know, you don't ever realize that till you hear him don't open his mouth. Don't fuck with Chris Mullen. He will put you on blast and make you look stupid. He is w- the truth. Yeah, and it's like, how many people realize he played it? He was on the Olympic team. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, dream team. He was on the dream team. Absolutely. Guy's a beast. Love Chris Mullen. Hey, um, good pick, good pick with the Joe Smith. Joe Smith just, you know, brings me up. Like, again, that's what a rookie was to me. It's just like someone who, like, gives that team a little bit of hope. And, you know, doesn't, you know, AI is on the whole other spectrum. He changed the game. But Joe Smith gave us that little bit of light. You know, it's fun being a teammate. So hopefully uh, a lot of these teams get their guy they want and uh, bring a little light to their teams this year after this NBA draft. So now, you know, we'll we'll conclude that one, and we're going to move right along into some golf. You know, we talked about the U.S. Open a little bit last time, and Shinnecock, Shinnecock, dude, that was no joke. It just makes me smile every time I say Shinnecock. I don't <laughs> even know. It's fun to I, say. It, it, it just rolls off the tongue real easy, you know. Um, that, that place did not forgive, and it showed. You know, you got a Brooks, Brooks Kopka, you know, He's the seventh player to go back-to-back in the U.S. Open. He won it at plus one. The course was a beast. The weather was a beast. And yeah, I mean... Weren't golfers complaining? Yeah, everybody. Dustin, you had Dustin Johnson complaining that, you know, the PGA lost the golf course for him, you know? and you know, Are golfers complaining kind of like athletes flopping in basketball and soccer? Yeah, I mean, it's the U.S. Open. It's supposed to be hard, right? right I mean, if it, if it was... They want to go out and shoot, like, 10 under par every round. Sorry, that's not going to happen. It's the U.S. Open. You know, it's like, play better. You don't like it? Fucking play no. better. Big props to Brooks Kopka for winning it. And, you know, just just slightly off of that, it's that course got into people's head. Yeah. I mean, look what happened to Phil Mickelson. Oh, man, I that mean, was hilarious. Old, old lefty having a, a minor meltdown. I don't even know if it's a meltdown. I think everyone else melted down. I, I think he, he did too, but his was just slightly worse than everybody else. It's like, you're, you're on a green... You blow it past the hole by barely touching it, and you sprint up to your ball and hit it again and take a two-stroke penalty. Shit is definitely going wrong for you that day. You know, I'm not a golf enthusiast. <laughs> you are definitely correct about that. But I didn't know. Look, the, 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 spirit, the unwritten rules of baseball. You know, hey, don't bat flip or run to first base. Make, sprint. Yeah. You know, there's certain things you got to do in baseball. They're unwritten rules. I had no idea that golf had these, rule, uh, these unwritten rules. Okay, unwritten rules, but it is actually a rule. It's it, actually a rule. Never mind. But it, they, they were people were mad because he did it. Hey, you're not supposed to break the rules. Well, the thing of it is, is according to the rules, though, it's not illegal for him to do that. And you know, it was I, a two-stroke penalty. It right? was a two-stroke penalty, and he was done. Because if he doesn't take that two-stroke penalty, his ball rolls all the way down off the green behind the bunker, and then he has to get up and down from back there. And try and save to it, get it in two strokes. I mean, no matter how you look at it, he's still saving himself a stroke. So strategy in, in my mind, that's a great move. You know, good for you. Way way to take way to take one for the team. Know when you're defeated. <laughs> the team of one and pack it up. Hey, then good for him. The, is Phil Mickelson now a bad boy? Does he have a bad boy image now? <laughs> is he the I, Draymond Green? Does he get a? <laughs> is he getting teed up? I. Uh, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. I mean, old Lefty, he's uh, pretty much a Boy Scout, but hey, you know, living on the edge in this past U.S. Open, I gotta, I gotta give him that. That's a heady move for a struggling golfer in in hostile territory because Shinnecock <laughs> still makes me laugh. Oh, it's a good it, one. It was a killer. Yeah, a yeah. killer. And I want to give it up to uh, Brooks uh, Kepka's wife. Big kiss at the end of the win. You know. She's she's in my uh, mid to higher sevens. She's a she's a pretty good looking lady. Hey, I'm you just know, saying. is she is she not bad looking? Good, good golf wives. Golf wives. Hey, golf wives are ten typically female golfers. Yeah, you go into female golfers. There's some decent ones. I'm just saying, but uh, for a golf wife, she's not bad, and so, I think she looks is, so. Is, what is Brooks? Is he Polynesian or? Um, you know, it's hard to tell. You know, looking at his picture. I don't I don't think so. He no actually if you look at Kopka, K O P K A, is that Hawaiian bride? Is he doing it for the kind? 
I think he is. Yeah. You know, he could be a, a Kamaaina, you know, getting the locals discount in the Big Island, bro. But for him, you know, props to him. You know, his wife, she was super happy. And I think she had about 12 million reasons to be happy because he's getting right. paid. Thank you, daddy. <laughs> you know, and the funny thing about that, the dude has won three tournaments as a pro. He's and won, he's a Nike athlete. Exactly. Woo. He's won more majors than minor tournaments. He's won U.S. Open twice and some shitty little tournament nobody's ever heard of. He's so, my new guy. Ricky Fowler, Brooks, you're on my team. Hey, good. Pick him up. Pick him up. Fantasy golf. Ball That's up. right. Can, is there fantasy golf? Uh, yeah, there is. Well, we're on it. Uh, you're a terrible golfer. I'm not as bad as you presume me to be. Do I you, have some skill. Paulo, I've seen you hit a ball. It's We've gone like, golfing twice. And you and were one shit time faced. You're with me. Awesome drinker. Hey, sometimes. It was free booze. This is the first time I went to a. Was it? It's a. It was a big tournament. We played big tournament down south in uh, Beaumont, Beaumont, California, fine town, Beaumont. Really nice golf course. Right, but this isn't. It was a tournament. I didn't even know. I you know I played once where hey I'm just hanging out with my friends and then a tournament I'm like oh, there's a vodka girl at the first tee. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, you want me to have two and a picture? No problem. Sure, why not? We'll look at you. We'll take a picture of you with her skimpy dress and pushed out fake boobs. Sure, why not? Oh, I see the Budweiser girls just driving down. Oh yeah, you want a complimentary? Beer? Sure. <laughs> it doesn't help. I mean, doesn't help your game. But Absolutely. when you don't, when you don't have any to begin with on the golf course, it's I thought okay. it was part of the game. I'm just trying to buy into everything. Am I not going to say hi? Hey, I was single at the time. I, I will say you were fully committed. Absolutely. Fully committed. I t- I enjoyed every part of that course. So let, let's let's take this one step farther. We've got our first annual Rio Memorial Golf Tournament. It's a fundraiser for our local team, the San Inez Pirates. Shout out to Josh McClurg, head coach. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. It, it had a little bit of a hiatus, about a 10 to 15 year hiatus, but bringing it back strong. You know, we're going to be playing this Saturday out at the Alisal. And you're uh, on a team, too. You're I, playing. Yes, I am playing. And I'm not terrible, but I'm not great. You enjoy the pastime of golf. You, uh, I do. You golf, what, three times a month at least? Um, In the off-season. Dur- during football season, I play one, one to two times a week. In the off-season, maybe one or two times a month. How do you month. find that time? It's, it's tough. Uh, I got a routine, you know, me and some of the defensive coaches on the varsity staff. Wherever we're playing that day, if it's home, we play at our home course. If we're away, we play at the the visitors' home course. Oh, that's right. So you know that that's our tradition. We'll go out and play golf. You know, me being a, the JV coach, I never get to go because our games are too early. Hey, you wouldn't be invited anyway. Not even for the conversation. <laughs> we'll make fun of you. You know the what? Whole time. I'm telling you, you give me the opportunity at least driving. Oh, okay. So let let's do this. Twenty bucks and a Facebook or not Facebook. I'm sorry, Instagram photo of with what? a long drive. Let's 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 bring well, out what the do big you, dog. Look at okay. What's is it? Two hundred fifty yards. Uh, is that that's that's a driver? That's huge, right? That's easy. I, I average more than that. Okay, well, in what twenty shots? Do you think I could get twenty seven? If I, you give me seven drives, do you think I could get seven over two fifty? Uh, I take the under on that bet. That's what I'm saying. You, you want to go over under? No, I want to just. See, oh, you want me to go over under, or are you just to see if I could do it? Uh, I'm. I know you can't do it. Seven out of twenty. Seven out of twenty. There's no fucking way you hit seven balls, two hundred fifty yards. I have to ask you a favor first. You can't use my clubs because I gave you my last. I don't ones. have a driver. I have clubs. I just don't have a driver. <laughs> yeah, I gave him my old irons, which he said he was going to give me money for. Which no, was, you gave them to me and said, "Hey, you owe me sixty bucks. Hey, Come play golf with us." You know how much those irons cost me? Like three hundred and fifty bucks. How much did the new ones cost you? Uh, you need a replacement. I got some. <laughs> <laughs> no way, Paulo hits seven balls over two hundred fifty yards. At first a off, I have the best golf bag. The cardboard box that he gave them to me in. Yeah, that I re- that I got my new irons in. So we go we went we go golfing for your cousin's uh, bachelor party, <laughs> and everyone's got their cool Titleist bags and their this bag. Paulo straps his box of clubs in and the back some of the duct golf. tape and some duct tape. Mind you, we played twelve holes at a par three course, a very challenging par three course. Monarch Dunes Challenge courses. Guess very who hard. didn't get last? Yeah, you don't remember that. You remember Alisal. 
You don't remember Monarch Hills. Hey, I'm warming up. Monarch Dunes, not Hills. Dunes. You know, I have a problem with Dunes. Uh, uh, yeah, we've seen that. <laughs> you know why I don't remember that? That was about two bottles of Fireball and a we were, ton of whiskey. And guess, I, don't, I don't know how we made it out of there. How, do, how did we make it to Paintball? Oh, my gosh. What a tough day. That was a rough day. Rough day. Golf, Paintball, booze, and then we Mexican came home, food. No, we barbecued. We came home and, and we barbecued. barbecued after. No, we had Mexican food too at the at the Rancho Grill. Oh, that's right, we did. Tough day. Yeah, yeah, that was a. Uh, and then we went. And, <laughs> that's a long story that we won't get into now. But hey, I want to. You know, we're gonna do the driving challenge this weekend because we're gonna be at the golf course. But I want to do a drinking golfing challenge with you. Okay. You know, I I think you don't remember that. You know, I could I could hold mine. You yeah, you used to be able to drink, and I don't think you got that anymore. Ooh. I don't think you could drink and golf like you like I can. That that. How 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 are we gonna how are we gonna judge this? Well, we drink the same amount and then we go shoot some and right. then we drink some more at each hole. And you know maybe we don't you know maybe we do a, uh, what's how many holes is that in Bilton? Uh, that's nine Eight, nine holes. Nine holes. You know, I will see. We'll we'll put something down on paper and we'll get that challenge out. <laughs> That'll be a good day. That's an easy twenty bucks for me. Hey, so this is our second episode. How many downloads did we have from our first episode? Uh, twenty three. I'm gonna subtract three, maybe four. You know, I, 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 you know, I listen to it. I listen to it once or twice or four times. I like the sound of my voice now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. He's thanks the, to Randy. He's uh, up to my bass. <laughs> yeah, pa- Paulo's the diva <laughs> pre-production. Oh, can you turn my volume up? Oh, can you fix this? Can you fix that? Yeah, we had one comment and big shout outs. To big Parker Burnett. Yeah, the only comment we got was it, he didn't diss us, but. He's our only comment. He's our only comment. And, you know, we got to give him props. He said, it's fucking awesome. Or no, fucking badass. Badass. That's what he said. Hey, we appreciate we appreciate the response. Hey, those two words were the best two words I've read all week. Yeah. And, so. and you know, keep them coming. You know, it's it, it's good for us. Tell us we suck shit. Tell us, oh, we're doing good. You know, we'll t- we'll take it as it comes. Uh, Randy just informed us that we will be hopefully live on Apple Podcasts and other podcast um, sources here by Saturday the 23rd. Woo! Calendar time. Um, but check us out on Podbean. That's where you could leave us the review. And obviously, if you're listening right now, you're on Podbean. That's great. But review, review, review. Five stars. What is the rating system on Podbean? Is it stars? Who knows? I want, I, uh, who knows? I want. We'll take whatever you give us. Right. So, you know, but we appreciate we appreciate you guys listening to us and uh, we look forward to recording again next week and bringing you another episode of Hold My Whistle. Hey, absolutely. Uh, Thank you for listening. Um, I I actually want to throw out a shout out to all the dads. It was Father's Day on Sunday. Um, Keep on doing what you're doing. You know, love the fathers. And oh, actually, we're going to be finishing. I don't know if you hear. Our glasses here. We are drinking. Sean is a great bartender, and we made some old fashions with some Buffalo Straits whiskey. Hey yo! So hey, drink up. Have a good one. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week. All right, have a good week. Peace. Can you blow my whistle, baby? Whistle, baby, let me know, girl. I'm gonna show you how to do it, and we start real slow.